Welcome, welcome everyone to a very special Super Bowl preview episode, uh, episode number eight of the Post Game Overtime Podcast. Brandon and Will back here. Uh, how's it going? Going beautifully. How's it going for you? Really good. I'm I'm very excited. We are less than, uh, I guess, just a little over 24 hours away from the big Super Bowl matchup that we are all very excited for. Super Bowl Sunday, baby! Joey Burr versus Stafford. Does he have a nickname? I don't think so. I think he's just been kind of hidden in Detroit for so long that he's never really been able to establish one. Actually, no, he does now. He does, as of like two days ago. Um, because now that he's finally, you know, made it to the playoffs, made it to the Super Bowl, all these uh, um, uh, like all these photos from him in university are coming out of him like partying hard. There you go. His new name is like, uh, his nickname is like Matthew Fratford or something. Fratford? Yeah, something like that. Because he just looks like a big frat boy. Like, with all, like, there's just so many photos of him just like blacked out, like pissed drunk and just partying it up in, in university. So, so that's actually what a lot of people are calling him right now. I call him Kelly Stafford's husband. How about that? I think she wears the pants there. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely I've had her I've heard more clips of her on podcasts than him. And there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, like she's no, not like I a Britney Mahomes where she's like fucking Looney Tunes and you know, actually secretly dating Jackson Mahomes. Like Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Gary Stafford. She's great, but like she definitely wears the pants. So I think Matthew Stafford's new nickname is Kelly Stafford's husband. Yeah, you know what? There it is. That's that's what we're going to call them. Speaking of quarterback relationships, have you heard the news coming out of Cincinnati? Uh, depends on referring to. It's being reported that, and this is like a quote, that, and I quote, Joey Burrow's high performance extends from the field to the bedroom. Multiple women have came out from his university times saying Buddy is a stallion. Oh. <laughs> and I love it. That is the That's narratives true. we want. In 2022, I want no Me Too's. I just want girls coming out being like, oh yeah, this famous celebrity, he gets it done with the tongue. Like... That is what I want in 2022, baby. So, no more shitty guys. So, you're saying the nickname you and I coined, Big Dick Burrow, actually holds up? Fucking tremendous cock, Burrow. More like it, apparently. Boom. And I don't even know. You could call it Motion of the Ocean, Burrow, because we don't know. Maybe it's how he uses it. You know? Oh, maybe he's got. He literally has it all right now. Maybe maybe the sack swings. Maybe on the field isn't the only time he's slinging balls downfield. Who knows? Only he does, sir. Only those chicks he's with knows, so. Yeah. Maybe he's got a snake tongue. Who knows? Oof. He's got those QB fingers. He knows all about it. So, 
That is the matchup we got going into the weekend. We have Kelly Stafford's husband versus Big Dick Burrow. I am... Also, to be fair... I'm, I'm so excited for this game. How many kids does Matt Stafford have? I, I genuinely four? don't know. Okay, so he's at least had sex like four more times than me. So, still a stud. <laughs> Uh, he's got five, four, four, four. Yeah, you're right, four. So, like, it sounds like both of these quarterbacks are playboys. I mean, yeah, I would say so. One has had sex at least four times. Joe Burrow could even be more than five. Like, fucking absolute studs. Just move out of the way. Yeah, pretty much. So. What are your predictions? What are your should we should we start off with what the line is? The four and it's a four point spread, um, yeah. set in uh, I guess what do you call it in favor of the Bengals maybe given given the Bengals four points. Um, Super Bowl MVP Matthew Stafford is the favorite to win that. Joe Burrow being second, and then it goes down the list to Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, uh, Aaron Donald, Odell. Actually, uh, Donald is above Chase there. It's looking like the favorite is for an offensive player to win the MVP. It's looking like it's going to be a quarterback, you know, according to the betting. Bengals Which, are I mean, it's usually how is usually how it goes. 100%. Um, so, who's winning by how many? And who's scoring the most touchdowns? So, going up to this, I was very, you know, again, I'm on that that train that I was with uh, two weeks ago with the, the Bengals Kansas city game. I want the Bengals mm. to win, but I thought that LA was, or like I thought Kansas city was going to win. And then going up to it, I thought that I wanted the Bengals to win. And again, I thought LA was going to win, but I, now that I'm looking at it, I actually think the Bengals are going to win. Yeah. And it, it definitely, a lot of it plays a role on the fact that I just have now seen that, um, the Rams tight end Tyler Higby tore his MCL against the 49ers and is now out for the Super Bowl. But I think so did the uh, Bengals guy. But but it sounds like he's going to play. Oh. It sounds like his isn't as bad. He's currently questionable, but like everything he's saying and and like everything he's come out and said and whatnot, he's like indicating that he's going to play no matter what. Huh. Especially because he's one of those guys that has been there for, I mean, you know, I guess only seven years. But like he said, this, is, this could be the one shot he's ever got. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm, I'm, I'm going. Obviously, his isn't as severe as, as Higby's, but yeah. he plays a big role when the Rams are, you know, on third down. He runs a quick slant and he always brings it in. And I feel like not having him could could be difficult for them, but. I like the look of the Bengals. I like the run that they're on. I think they've got all the momentum in the world. It's going to be tough in LA's house, so that 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 is a big factor. I think it's going to be tough. Although we've seen that LA's house isn't always LA's house, um, as Kelly yeah. Stafford said. Um, but I do think it's. And I'm not trying to sound shitty by saying this. I think this is Matthew Stafford's game to lose. 
I don't I would say see, so, yeah. I don't see how that Bengals O-line is stopping Aaron Donald and Von Miller. That's, Especially that's Aaron Donald. Thing. Especially yeah. Aaron Donald. I know, I know you think he's a little overhyped. Um, I think he's a fantastic player, but I think... But I, he's the best in that say, position in the league right now. Um, yeah. and, and the best in that, you know, top top for, for all of time in that league. He's a game-breaker. He's a cheat code at that position. He's... And you have to double-team good. You have to double-team him. with the Bengals' O-line being weak, that leaves Von Miller one-on-one with someone, and then... And, and the Bengals... Um, I'm blanking on his name now, but uh, they have another huge pass rusher that's really coming to his own this year on the Rams' uh, front line. Ooh, uh, actually, you are right. I should know him because he, he actually did make Kyler Murray's life a little bit of hell. Yeah, yeah, I'm forgetting his name now. But it's like they they have an incredibly developed defense. And I think Joe Burrow is going to spend most of... I think he's going to spend a lot of the game Trying to stay even, not even get up. Trying to stay even. I think it's going to be a lot of checkdowns. I think you're going to see a lot of punting. I think it's going to be reminiscent of the time the Rams played the Pats in the Super Bowl. If the Bengals can go out there with the right game plan of, you know, maybe don't try the high-flying offense and just main keep the ball. Just try and get three. Try and get down the field. Try and chew up clock. Um, I think as far as the, what it takes for the Rams to win it, it takes the, uh, the offense not making mistakes. I think if the offense can have even over a good game, they're set. Like the Bengals offense is going to have to have a perfect game to have a good result. Yeah. And I think the... The Rams team can get away with having a good game, I think. Bengals need a perfect yeah. game. I think Rams can have a good game. However, they they got to keep possession of the ball. A turnover will will shift the tide and and we've seen it happen with momentum before. The Bengals have the ability to come back, right? Like that's Oh yeah. That's another thing. When you've shown in the playoffs, especially against a team like the Chiefs, the defense can lock down and the offense can turn up. Like when you know as a team you can have momentum shifts in games that are very substantial. Well, that that puts you in so much better of a position to to attack a team. So I think I think it's gonna be tough for sure. But I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Like- the Rams. Can the Rams cover? I don't know, but and and saying that, I want the Bengals to win so badly. I want the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I love Joey Burrow. I I and I don't have anything against the Rams. I just love Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and kind of you know what they got going on on that team. And it just yeah, it it feels like it almost even feels reminiscent of some old Patriots teams of past, like even the '07 Patriots, where they had this amazing offense. But that D line of the Giants just made Brady's life such a living hell that it nullified all the weapons they had. Yeah, honestly, that yeah, that's the thing is like the Bengals were were able to shut down 
you know, arguably the best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes last Excuse week. me, bitch? Well, I mean, but like currently now, because obviously we Excuse don't Excuse me, bitch? I, so I swear, if you're referring to Mac Jones. I'm referring to Ryan Tannehill. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I'm referring to Kelly Stafford's husband. He's in the Super Bowl. Mahomes isn't. I mean, yeah. But uh, <laughs> what I was saying is just they were able to, like, the defense was able to shut down Mahomes. Yes. But, and then the offense could go out there and, you know, Bro could sling his dick and, and do what he does. I'm right. But it's, it's going to be much more difficult against the Rams with, with their defense. Just yeah. with Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and then, you know, I think I, I think Jalen Ramsey's great. He hasn't, you know, looked very great. Um so far in the playoffs, like he got burned pretty bad against the Bucks. But obviously yeah. that's Tom Brady. And Chris so Evans. Be- Mike Evans, Mike Evans, Mike Evans. Now oh, you fucked up already. No, nah, but it's it. gonna be tough against a defense like that. And especially like I feel like they're, you know. Obviously, LA, you know, they're not very good at packed in the house when they're the home team. But I think it, it mm-hmm. might be easier given the fact that it's, you know, they're not playing like the 49ers who always pack it. But yeah. at the same time, Bengals fans have been waiting like many, many Bengals moons for this, for this, for this uh, game. So there's a very good chance that there could be a lot of Bengals fans packed in the house there as well. I think there's going to be. And I think. L.A. gets plagued with their size, right? Like, L.A. buys teams. We've seen this before. That Rams team is purchased. Yeah. Like, that Rams team is bought. And the Bengals team feels homegrown. And everyone always loves to cheer for the homegrown team more than the bought team. Well, L.A. did it twice, so... L.A. did it twice. Yes, it's in L.A., but if you have the money, like, I feel like a lot of Super Bowl fans... You just have the money, so you buy a ticket every year. Like Aaron Paul talks about, he goes to the Super Bowl every year and just picks a team to cheer for. Yeah. And I do think if you have, like, I think everyone in that category, I think you're going to be shocked by how many people go there to cheer for the Bengals, even if they're, you know, Titans fans or some shit, or Brown, like, or, you know, I guess those are divisional, but they're just yes, like a classic underdog story, though. That's a thing. They really are, and you're going like to have they, all like of the NFC West off, cheering against the Rams. Yeah. Like, they knocked off the, the Titans that were the number one seed. They took down Mahomes. Yeah. Like, and, it's, and it's a young team. Yeah. Like, it's just the perfect underdog story going up against, you know, the big bad Rams who have been great for years but just have never gotten it done. But, like, they're they're always in contention and, and obviously think, the defense has been scary for years and is even scarier this year like it's yeah yeah and I, you know, think... I think even with well, how expensive the tickets are because like obviously you know the ticket prices for the super bowl are crazy mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of you know maybe not the younger um portion of Bengals fans but like the older ones like say 35 up like ones that have been fans for a while yeah, I feel like they're they're gonna just you know send it and be, and be like I'm going like I've been waiting. Yeah, like, there's gonna be a lot of fucking empty bank account. Twenty to thirty years. Yeah, 
for this moment. They're like, you know what? I got to capitalize on it. What better place than, than in bright, sunny LA? Like I'm going to send it. I'm going to go and cheer my team on. And like, yeah, I think, I think there will be a, a good turnout for, for Bengals fans and just people cheering for the Bengals in general. Exactly. And I think what the Bengals as an organization really did well is they, with their picks, they put the right guys behind the wheel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you talk about who they put behind their picks, who, who they put behind the wheel with their first round picks, like you talk about Joe Burrow, they put him behind the wheel. You talk about Jamar Chase, Mixon, they put them behind the wheel. Like, other teams, they pick bad players to put behind the wheel, like Raiders and Henry Ruggs. Anyways, on to the next topic I wanted to get into. Um, I, I was uh, what, just one, one, one other thing is I, it, 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 I get it though? Oh, uh, trust me. I got it. Did you get it? Did you get the drunk driving joke I made? Oh, I got it. And trust me. And I think later this week, we've got some stuff to talk about with him. Cause there's some, some more stuff that came out with that. Um, what great taste that joke was made in anyways. <laughs> Um, just you speaking about the the whole you know the guys they drafted to put behind the wheel, yeah. Bet like it was just incredible. Like you know, obviously getting Joe Burrow like their franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people being kind of shocked at that. You know, they drafted Jamar Chase because they're like the Bengals really need to beef up their O line. Yeah, Joe Burrow just had his knee completely Fuck. just mangled last season, mm-hmm. but. Then they draft his, you know, buddy from LSU, Jamar Chase. And it actually only came out uh, when Jamar Chase did an interview like two days ago or something. But back in like April last year when he got drafted by the Bengals, Mm. when he like flew to Cincinnati and stuff, because he he knew, you know, he's going to be there for a while. He immediately, you know, he already knew knew where Burrow lived because they're like best buddies. Yeah. He actually went onto Joe Burrow street and just went door to door, like giving out offers to people on their houses because he wanted to like live on the same street like, and be like that close to his, his buddy. Did it work? Um, I'm just saying, I believe it did. Yeah, he did. Somebody sold their, their house. He lives right next to, to Joe Burrow. Now, just to bring up the harsh, harsh reality, though, yeah. that's a ballsy move. It really is. Door to door in a rich neighborhood in Cincinnati, what, Ohio? Yeah. Thank God he wasn't in a racist rich neighborhood. Fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, imagine just like you get a knock on your door and it's just. And you're a big Bengals fan. It's Jamar Chase. He's like, hey, can I buy your house? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, but again. Are you going to tell him no kick rocks? But what if it's this fucking like rich white banker who's never heard the word football uttered in his life? Yeah. And some some young black guy knocks on your door and goes, yeah, I want your house. How much? I'm not saying that's why. I'm just I'm just pointing out the reality of of. No, I, I see what you're saying. There's yeah. some shitty people out there, and if you're like, I don't know what neighborhood. Joe, we should just delete this fucking episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I do get what you're saying. Like it's it's not what you're saying. Like it's a genuine thing. Like it is a ballsy move to just 
do that, yeah. especially. Like, maybe, know. like, email ahead, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and nothing like, ever came out that he talked to Burrow about it beforehand. Yeah. He, he kind of went and did it, so he. Well, he was a real estate agent, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, like, so before we get into the, because you want to get into the prop bets and whatnot, because those are always fun for the Super yes. Bowl game. So you you have the Rams pegged to to win, <sighs> if I'm not mistaken. I think that's tough. Like my 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 heart's cheering for the Bengals. And I yeah. go, if I'm going to pick with my brain. But, like, if I'm talking about who I'm making a bet on, well, I'm not going to bet against a team I'm not going to cheer for. If I'm I'm watching the game tomorrow, I'm cheering for the Bengals. I'm going to bet on the Bengals because I love yeah. Big Dick Burrow. So, I think I got to go Bengals plus four, man. Oh, really? Good. Yes. Yeah, I, I it's going to be a close one. And I, you summed it up perfectly, the whole... Rams Patriots Super Bowl. I think it's gonna be something very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna come down on what Kelly Stafford's husband can do on the field, and if <laughs> Kelly Stafford's husband can maintain the ball, um, protect it, and not not turn it over. Because if Kelly Stafford's husband makes a turnover, let alone if Kelly Stafford's husband makes multiple turnovers, that's just gonna that that's gonna put the ball in Big Dick Burrow's hands. Too many times, you know? Yeah. So, so wait, so who has to have, have a big game, sorry? Uh, Kelly Stafford's husband. Okay, okay. Speaking Perfect. of big bets and big news, it has come out that a businessman, and I'm just pulling up his name here, just read this yesterday from ESPN. Ooh, ooh okay. Very credible, very credible source. Well, more credible than the NFL Deflategate report. Yeah, that's um, we, we will definitely get into that. That's- I think we're going to do a separate episode, just me reading through that article. Um, we're going to record an audiobook. Um, but it has come out that a very successful businessman... Um, Oh, now it's not coming up. Anyways, I, I'm trying to find his name, but someone out there has put a five, reportedly, a five million dollar bet on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. There we go. Mattress Mac, a businessman, Mattress Mac places a five million dollar on the Bengals. That's that's the guy I was talking to you about earlier. Um uh, what was it Jim when I was talking? McVale. Like, huh? Jim McVale. Or Mc- McLinville? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the guy I was talking to you about earlier a couple weeks ago where he lost like four and a half million um, in the last like two weeks betting on football. And then he threw like a two and a half million dollar bet on the Bengals to beat the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's that's uh, the same guy. So he's he's going hard in on the Bengals again. I mean, it paid off for him last time. So maybe 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 he's feeling hot with it. Maybe can hit it home two times. 
Call it three. He just put down that $5 million wager. That's the largest bet any legal sports book has ever taken. Oh. So what's this? And this is at Caesars Sportsbook. Do you know what the second largest bet they've ever taken? Hmm. It was another bet from him. <laughs> On the yeah. same game. Four point five. So that means in total, he has nine point five million dollars for the Bengals to beat the Rams, and would get a total payout of sixteen point two million dollars. Holy shit! Someone needs to like lock this dude down. Holy fuck! I can't even afford to spend nine bucks. That's yeah, that's crazy. He bet nine million. I mean, fuck for him. I hope it pays off because that's that's a tough pill to swallow if the Rams win. That's that, a tough that pill to swallow. If I lost, I'm gonna be on suicide watch if the Rams win. I was just gonna say, if I won nine million dollars, forget a tough pill to swallow. I'd be swallowing a handful of pills. Like <laughs> that would just. But but again, obviously he's uh he must be very rich. What yeah. is what is Mattress Max net worth? Don't got a clue. Let's look gotta, it up. Got got to be high if you're dishing that much out on bets for the Super Bowl. You've got to have estimated net worth of three hundred million. Yeah, so there it is. Um, Oof, that's that's crazy though. Holy shit! I didn't know he was throwing that much on it, but nine point five million dollars. What a man! Mattress Mac, the goat. Oh, we will. <laughs> if if the Rams win, we will keep him in our thoughts and prayers and and whatnot. But you you mentioned some fun uh, prop bets you wanted to to dive into as well. I just kind of wanted to pick a few for us to do for the game is because we don't have a PGO parlay this week. Yeah. Because there isn't a game yeah. or there aren't multiple games. So we just got to um, throw a couple, couple side ones here. Yeah, we're not going to be covering the UFC fights. Typically, in the future, we're going to be covering more UFC fights. We're not covovering this week's um, pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, it's been a bit of a hectic week. We will definitely um, make sure to cover all that in the future. Uh, yeah, just crazy time right now with the Super Bowl and everything going on in our personal lives. But we crazy forgotten about it. We love the we love the UFC. We Brandon's been we, down we will cover it. for the last month. I've been what <laughs> down in down at the Coots border. I'm not sure what he's doing down there. You've also been back and forth to Ottawa again. Not sure what you're doing there. Hey, you know, um, I mean, I mean, that, that's my, that's me time. Yeah. Got to some space for some, for some me time and yeah. a little R and R. Is that what I can call it? R and R. Yeah, I think I can get away with that. <laughs> yeah, a little TLC, tender loving oh, care. There you go. Um, um, I think the two the two prop bets that I'm always when it comes to Super Bowl the ones that I think are just the most entertaining actually I guess three is the over and under on the time on the national anthem mm. 
um, the coin toss was, is it going to be heads or tails? And then obviously everyone's favorite, you know, when the team wins the Super Bowl, what color is the Gatorade going to be that gets dumped on the coach? Yeah. Those are the three that I'm always like just super jacked and excited for and want, want to see how it plays out. So here are the ones I like. They never hit, but they're wild and fun. Okay? Okay, I'm listening. So the multi-props. So this is a plus 6,000 bet, and it's Matt's, it's Kelly Stafford's husband to have <laughs> over 360 passing yards, Cam Akers to have plus 110 rushing yards, Cup to have over 185 receiving yards, and LA Rams total points to be over 26 and a half. Yeah, I can see why it's so whole. Oh. Okay. That's 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 a lot all thrown into one. Well, but you got small ones like Joe Burrow to throw for over 370, Jamar Chase to have over 155 receiving yards and two tutties. There's some with Perrine in there. There's some with Kelly Stafford's husband. Um, to have plus 360. Here, we'll do some... Okay, how about these ones? Head to head. I was going to quickly say with that one you were saying for the... Um, the one of uh, Kelly Stafford's husband throwing for like 360 and then Cups receiving and Acres rushing... I yeah. would never, I would never take that one, just on the sole fact now that um, oh, what's his name, Darrell Henderson is now back for the Rams, so now they have Acres, yeah. Michelle, and Henderson. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's going to be more of a, a kind of a rotation thing, or if one guy gets hot, they might ride him. So that that one is tough, but I agree. So we're going to do some head to heads. Okay, who's yeah. going to have more passing completions? Big Dick Burrow or Kelly Stafford's husband? Uh, more completions in the game, Kelly Stafford's husband. Okay. We'll put a dollar on that. We're going to do five of these. Okay. So we're putting the buck on Kelly Stafford's husband. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Most passing yards. Be close, but Kelly Stafford's husband or Big Dick Burrow? Um, Kelly Stafford's husband. Okay. Who's gonna have more receiving yards, Jamar Chase or Van Jefferson? Jamar Chase. Not even question. Yeah, actually, those are awful odds. Yeah, Get some closer pickums here. I thought it was going to be like Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase or Odell. Yeah. Not the Bengals' top receiver versus the Rams' third. Okay, most receiving yards, Jamar Chase or Odell Beckham Jr.? Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase? Yeah. Okay. Um... Most receptions, Jamar Chase or Cooper Cup? Ooh. Ooh, that's tough, actually. Uh, 
because Cooper Cup usually has like a couple big long bombs. Like that's not yard or like we're not counting yards. I prob I would probably say Cooper Cup still. For most receptions? Yeah. Okay, he's a huge favorite. All right, we're going to do... Understandably so. So, Jamar Chase is going to have more receiving yards than Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Some could say OBJ might get shit on in that game, and he won't like it for once. (laughs) And then for most passing yards, we're going to give it to Kelly Stafford's husband. Yeah. All right. We'll place those bets. Oh, we're getting penny returns on those. Nothing big. Nothing crazy, but... Just a little fun. Those are, those are PGO parlays. So, Kevin Stafford's husband is going to lead the game in receipt receptions and passing or passing receptions and passing yards. And Jamar completions. Yeah. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, and uh, OBJ is going to get shit on by Jamar Chase. Not the first time he's been shit on. Won't be the last. Although maybe the first time he won't enjoy it. Yeah. No, I like you know what I like those. I think that's I think it's solid. Will it hit? Absolutely not, given our given our history, but it's always fun to do. But that being said, knowing our history, if we're betting Kelly Stafford's husband, that means Buddy Burrow is gonna be having a game. Yeah, that is true. Alrighty, so bets. Do we have? Uh, we're gonna be doing a kind of a big episode coming up, doing some more clown news stuff like that. Um. Well, I was gonna. We gotta. What What do you think for for Gatorade color? I don't know what the over under is on the national anthem yet. Um. But what do you, What do you think for the uh, the coin toss and the Gatorade color? Easy. Tails never fails and blue. Okay. I've got. I mean, I uh, mine is also tails, but I actually, I think it's going to be orange. Really? Because it's Cincy? Yeah. No, I just think it's. I just have a. I mean, I think orange is is the favorite. Last I saw, but I don't. Know, I just Shut think it's going to be orange this year. Blue is the best Gatorade flavor out there. Don't even fucking start with. I me. agree. Oh, I agree. Blue blue is definitely the best. But I'm just saying, I think that that's that's why I'm saying the color like really doesn't get drank much. Orange is going to be the one that gets dumped. Blue's, no, because it's it, gonna been drank. It's gonna be all gone. Oh, I never. I, you know, I never took that angle. I never took that angle. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Got to think with your brain. I usually think with my dick, so that's a good huh. suggestion for me. Um. Now, overall, super excited for this week. Can't wait. Going to be a great game. I think. Uh, I'm really looking forward to how much the NFL tries to really compensate with their halftime show. It's like they're they're currently in a lawsuit about legitimate racist hiring practices, and they're like, "No, nah, it's all good. We got Snoop Dogg playing halftime." Yeah, what is the halftime the, show? It's like Snoop Dogg, Kendrick um, Lamar. I think Drake is in it. Uh, no, I don't. Know if Drake, I know Dr. Dre. I think Mary J. Blige. Oh, Dr. Dre. Yes, yes. Um, let me look up. It's one of those ones I'm definitely just not excited for. Oh, I'm really excited. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good for once. It's not like 
Katy Perry. It's it's actually like the, hopefully they'll do some rap music. It'll be a good show. I just think it's funny that in the midst of like this lawsuit about a legitimate issue in the NFL, they're like, hey, we got that yeah. rap group. Isn't that hip? Yeah. So it's Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. There we go. But the thing is, is you've got, you know, between all five of them, and you've got maybe like on average about 15 to 20 minutes for the halftime show. Like, how do you, how do you fit all five of those names into that? Well, Snoop Dogg and Dre have done a million collaborations. Eminem and Dre have done a million collaborations. I think Kendrick and Dre have done collaborations. Like, they're going to do some of their joint songs. They're each going to say one word. Okay. They're probably they had, they had many collaborations together. But yeah, if they have that, then that, that, that makes sense. Well, they're going to do... Um, like, they'll probably, like, with Snoop Dogg and Dre, like, they might do um, next episode. Or, um... Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just... I'm blanking on them now. Obviously, I'm very white. But there's just... There's a lot... There's a lot of songs I think they'll be able to do together. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I think Super Bowl halftime works if it's a rap artist or a rock artist. Because I think you can put on great, quick setup, quick takedown shows with that. When you're doing a, no offense, but when you're doing a Lady Gaga, or even like a weekend where it's more poppy, you know, you're you're incorporating these five million dancers. Like, remember when Bruce Springsteen played halftime? Yeah. He just went out there and fucking rocked it. Like, obviously, you know, maybe biased because I'm Canadian, but it popped up on... Uh on a recommended thing for you. And it was actually um, for the Grey Cup here in Canada. It popped up with Nickelback's uh, Grey Cup halftime show. I think it was like 2012 or something. Mm -hmm. And like, holy fuck, was it good? Because, you, yeah, you don't need the dancers or anything. It's literally just they had the stage. They had Nickelback on there. And they just rocked the house with that. And it was just incredible. And yeah. it wasn't all these like gimmicky things. Like it was just blasting music you know people mm -hmm. who bought the the special vip passes you could call them the dancers because they, yeah. they were able to get go onto the field and just kind of form a mosh pit around the stage and it was great and imagine how much better it would have been if it wasn't nickelback so oh, I, thought was, I thought it was fucking fantastic i know but it's just fun and hip and cool to shit on nickelback yeah for some reason but we'll, we'll dive into that in another day because there's always stuff to be said about Nickelback. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to be... For once, I'm looking forward to the halftime show as much as I look forward to halftime shows. I don't really look forward to halftime shows. I just don't care about them in general. I want to watch that football. But, yeah. uh, but it should be good. So far, stadium, it's a gorgeous stadium. I've been there myself. Um, absolutely wonderful stadium. I tried to start a Twitter beef with them. They did not take the bait. Um, but that will not stop me again from trying tomorrow. Hopefully, if the Bengals win, Rams fans will behave themselves this time and not send anyone else to the hospital. True. Uh, we True. We hope they, they behave themselves and and know their tolerance and what they can and can't do, but... Yeah. Hopefully, Alvin Kamara is not invited uh, into the game or is not in any, any elevators. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. we 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 will definitely dive into that. Uh, yeah, I think next episode we'll kind of it'll be the full season recap. We'll go through the awards, and there's a lot of clown news that's come out in the last about week in the NFL. So we will have a very oh, is there ever coming up? Yeah, I think coming up very we might exciting. do like a bit of a special clown only episode we got, you know, with the football season kind of coming to an end, you know, we always have uh, MMA going, but we might try and switch up the schedule a little bit, do a few very comedy focused episodes. Yeah. Maybe some blooper reels. Who knows? Who knows? I don't cause I'm bullshitting. I've, I've, I've held a few of them. Don't worry. There you go. When we start recording, whatever sometimes five to ten minutes before we actually start recording we we've, we've got a lot of stuff we, we we could throw together potentially mostly just us talking to our producer craig <laughs> yeah big um, ups to craig big ups to craig big round of applause for uh our whole production team um craig works really hard behind the scenes uh making this show what it is and and making it possible so uh huge shout out to craig yeah could be here without him, and uh, yeah, he's been been very good the last little bit. So day one, yeah, had some issues at the start. Um, had to send him to rehab for a while, <laughs> but uh, Craig's been able to keep his uh, keep his nose clean. He's back uh, better than ever. Yeah, back better than ever, and uh, and we just we wish all the best for Craig. So, and if anyone didn't know, that is the bot that. Discord lets you record on. Yeah, pretty so. much. That's the only way we can get it done right now. Still being uh, the distance between us, but hopefully, hopefully, sometime over the next little bit, we we will be able to sit down face to face to record one and yep. let the magic flow from there. Hundred uh, percent. I'm just currently in the process of uh, trying to get Brandon's roommate to lift the restraining order on me and. Uh, I'll be over. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe so, one day. Maybe one day. When you've earned, when you've earned it. When I've earned the restraining order, or when I've earned it for it to be lifted. Oh, lifted. Okay. Because I've definitely know. earned that restraining order. You've earned everyone you've got. Yeah. Which and we can't. Sell many. Of, we're not going to sell and, many. Yeah. And Brandon can't record at my place because I live too close to a playground zone for Brandon to visit. So, oh, <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think I'm within a kilometer of a playground. I wouldn't know, Brandon. I've never had to go alerting people when I move into their neighborhood. Well, I'm no. Yeah, I won't even say that. Um, anyway, so I think we keep walking <laughs> on the bangles. Um, I'm going to steer away from what I was going to say. We're just going to, we're going to leave it there. Um, no, super exciting, uh, game coming up in about 24 hours time. Do you remember when Brady moved in to Tampa and like tried to go to, uh, his old lineman's house and just walked into someone else's house? Oh, that's right. Yeah. You just, Do you think- someone just comes in they're like oh here's fucking tom brady in my house do you think for a brief moment they thought like they just watched the clip of like tom kissing his kid and they thought he was going door to door to inform him he was moving in oh <laughs> he knocked and they're like no way actually 
<laughs> He's like, oh, I just moved into the neighborhood. My name's Tom. You can call me Tommy. You can call me Tommy Terrific. Ah, the good old days. The good old days. But hey, no registered sex offenders. In those Cartier glasses, Joe Burrow is a registered flex offender. Yep. What will his Super Bowl Sunday outfit be? Because a lot of people are coming out saying he won before that game even started. His drip was so fantastic. It, it, it was, honestly. When he did that, that interview, what he was was pretty, pretty spectacular, I would have to say. So, uh, so, last one, official score prediction. Who's winning? What's the score? And we'll end it on that. I'm going to say... Oh, 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 oh. Bengals 27, Rams 24. Bengals 27, 24 is what I'm going with. Bengals 20, Rams 17. Okay. And I will say game will end on a McPherson kick to win the Super Bowl. That's what I'm calling. Yep, that's, he's gonna do that's it again. The are gonna get their twenty. It's gonna be seventeen, seventeen. Um, Bengals are gonna be up seventeen, seventeen. Uh, Rams are gonna tie it. Or gonna be up seventeen, ten. Rams are gonna tie it with little time left. Bengals are gonna march down in five plays, set up McPherson, and he's gonna smoke her home. That's my prediction. Yeah. He also only needs um, three field goals to set the record for most field goals in a postseason by a rookie kicker. God damn, that's impressive. A, actually, no. Actually, I think it's just a kicker in general. Holy shit. Good yeah, on him. It's just in general, yeah. He just needs he, two to tie it, three to uh, break the record. So hopefully he can bingo home a few in route to a Bengals first ever Super Bowl win. Darn tootin'. And, uh, and I hope everyone has a good game. I hope Big Dick Burr has a good game. I hope Jamar Chase has a good game. I hope OBJ has a good game. And I hope Kelly Stafford's husband has a good game. And on that, I hope everyone has a good game watching it. Have some food. Enjoy some drinks. Be responsible. Yeah. Never drive in pain. Enjoy the day. Yeah. And, enjoy uh, the day and enjoy the great football game where we're going to be blessed to watch. A little bit of football. I can't wait. We will see last you game of the season. Last game of the season, but not our last episode. We'll check in very soon. We will have all the coverage post-game, all the news post-game, all the clown report action in height of the Super Bowl celebration. Who will win? Who will send do what? Will there be a streaker? Tune in next week to find out, baby. We love you.